0: Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. Today, we are talking Jordan Peele's newest film, Nope. I'm Ravi, joined by Arjuna and Krishna. And I together love that. together we are... Oh boy, nope. Here we go. Was Wig. it good? <laughs> we stopped doing that a very, very long time ago. Oh.
1: I, I tried to keep it going, but you guys ridiculed me and said... Or Junior, you're a loser. Uh, real quick, before we thing. before we get into
2: it, um, Ravi, you have to give us the story behind the hat that you're currently wearing.
0: Oh, what so is it,
2: and where did it come from?
0: So I am uh, currently. I mean, all three of us. This is this is new, actually. All three of us are remote. I don't think this has ever happened when we've recorded a pod. Like somebody's always at you know quote home base, or two of us are at home base. Uh, no, I'm at Comic Con uh here in gloomy san diego currently uh it's over cash right now uh a crisp 72 degrees i don't know why i'm giving you the weather maybe i'm giving you the weather because it's so gloomy that i decided to get a bucket hat uh it has the imperial cog on it it's black it's made by a company called roosevelt roosevelt this is a terrible ad read it really is. Yes. <laughs> it's probably going to never get us ad reads ever in our lives. I will say this. It's a one size fit all and it doesn't fit my head properly. <laughs> in because fact, you're in fact, above I, the national average for head well, here's size. Here's the other thing. We also <laughs> went to Disneyland recently and we got the new Asgardian like uh trucker hat that they have and uh, oh I put it on the largest setting and it still doesn't fit my head. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, know, you guys make fun of me for, me for my know. big head. Well, yeah, because yeah. you're in
2: the same yeah. boat as Ravi. Like, I mean, you guys will find heads. I mean,
0: you'll be getting these uh, stylish, probably not the same one, but you'll be getting bucket hats as well. I'm curious to see if it fits your heads. Yeah, <laughs> it should fit mine, but we'll see. <laughs> that we'll see. Anyway, we're not talking about my fashion sense or lack of. We're talking Jordan Peele's nope. Guys, how would you classify Nope? Would you classify it as a comedy, as a horror, as a comedy horror, comedy sci fi, sci fi comedy, drama, uh romance novel, um a com a uh last ditch attempt
1: to make Fry's relevant again. Um how would you classify it? Junior you start. Yeah, a uh, bestial Rom com. It's clearly uh you know, spoiler alert for the movie, uh you know, it's uh it's a love between you know animals and humankind interesting that's disturbing. Did you, aliens wait, wait did horses. you say a
0: beast a beast comedy Bestial romcom so i thought you said bistro
1: yeah a bistro <laughs> romcom oh my God. like a restaurant like a bistro <laughs> no no i, I think that it's more of like i guess it depends on your definition of horror right I, I think a lot of horror enthusiasts wouldn't necessarily call these traditional horror movies because they don't have a lot of those horror elements. Like, these are maybe more thrillers mm-hmm. um, than, like, true, true horrors. I mean, I'm horrified, as you guys know. Uh, I don't like anything that jumps out at me uh, at all. And uh, I, I, t- I texted Ravi uh, after the movie because he, Christian didn't see it until Friday. But uh, there's, like, a part, 40 minutes into the movie, I start cupping my 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 ears I really didn't stop until the end of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) When
0: you you do this in a public setting like a movie theater, do people look at you?
1: Yeah,
2: (laughs) absolutely.
0: Yeah. It's embarrassing. Okay. Okay.
2: Oh, man. (laughs) Arjuna, you know,
0: know, it's on a screen. It can't actually hurt you.
1: It can hurt my heart, though. (laughs) That's true. true.
0: It it can cause problems. Arjuna has proven to us that. Movies, the, movies, yeah, maybe can, can cause kill you. like damage. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. shout out That's to that. a few years ago
1: that. when we did the the Twitch stream of us watch me, me and Thad watching it, and we had the oh, heart on yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, that was horrifying. Yep. <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh, I really wish that we cuz the
0: original, I don't know if we told you adrena the the plan was to have somebody sneak into the room. I you did tell um, me that. At like yeah. S- yeah, at certain jump points and like the jump would happen and then 2 minutes later while your adrenaline was already super super high in your heart rate, you'd probably do it again. Um which I thought this movie did a really good job uh, doing that. So you know, at the forty minute mark when the jump stuff started happening, especially with the kids pretending to be aliens and, you know you know, the you know, uh Daniel the main actor going, Nope, 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 nope. You know, you have all these <laughs> jump scares there and then you go to his sister in the house and then there's more like jump scares here and there with the 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 um what is it, the, the bug, and then you jump to the, the employee over at Fry's and the person comes up behind. So it's like non stop jumping uh for a good like ten minutes, which yeah, I'm sure it it did not help people's like stress levels at all. <laughs> I was stressed. Yeah, I mean it is a stressful film. Uh, Christian, how
2: would you classify this? Film? Yeah, I would. I would go. I think just jumping off what Juno said, I would go straight up thriller. Um, it's like a thriller. Yeah, you got to a thriller. Uh, you know, I think because the, there are scary elements. There are, you know, there are also like. I don't know if you can classify it as like sci fi necessarily, because to be honest, we never really delve into that part of it, right? Like, obviously, we think right, for like about important. half the movie, yeah, we think for about half the movie, it's a flying saucer and aliens and a spaceship. And I thought it was a really good twist when we find out it's actually a predator, it's an animal. Um, we think it. Might be extraterrestrial. I think our characters think it's extraterrestrial because nothing on Earth has ever been seen like it. It can do things that things on Earth can't do. Um, but uh, you know, you can't really go the sci-fi route, really. Um, horror, yeah, there are the kind of the scary stuff, but even so, I don't think the point of the movie necessarily is to scare you. And I think. I think this was the strength of uh, of Peele's, Jordan Peele's movies is that uh, a few years ago when um, Get Out came out uh, and it was in the running for best comedy and people were like really like you know what like what about you know, the uh, what about horror what about psychological thriller you know all these other categories that it could easily also fit into. Um, so uh, we might just have to start creating a new genre and call it the peel genre. Because, I think the best uh, movies, movies are don't first. fit. But I think the, the best yeah.
1: movies are, are genre-less, right? We we talk about genres a lot. And I think when a movie is like easily fits a bucket where it's like, this is X. Most of the time, I don't think that makes a good movie. I think a good movie blurs lines and has I, a lot I, of different elements within it.
2: I, I would agree with that to an extent. That being said, I think some of the best movies in movie history do fit very nicely into a bucket. Uh, the most recent example I can think of is Top Gun. That's just straight up action, and Christian, that's a rom-com. It, it does it really. It does it really well, right? Um, you know, I think I think action. You know, I think action is like if you nail the action formula and you do that well, it's a good movie, in my opinion. Uh, I am kind of an action movie stan. Uh, on this
0: podcast, uh, Triple Frontier, frontier. shut out to Triple Frontier. Um, uh, stri- striple stripple Frontier, strip is, stri- is that the strippy parody version?
1: Oh my! Is that Eight the strippers go in,
0: four come out naked.
1: I could wow. see Aflack doing that.
0: Aflac? like
1: <laughs> <Affleck>. the insurance.
2: <laughs> I but think, yeah, uh, I, th- I think it's, yeah. it's uh, at this point. It's like uh, it's like positionless basketball. There is no position. You know, you've got LeBron James who can play one through five. That's Jordan Peele this is LeBron and James. And he coaches. Making. And His he's movies, the GM. Exactly. His movies are is positionless. It can fit into any genre. So, rom-com too. This movie, maybe not the rom-com. Because, you know, the, the romance
0: wasn't... I didn't see too much of that. So, I, it. I, I bring up rom-com <laughs> for, like, Top Gun, and I also jokingly classify parts of this movie as a rom-com uh, because i'm starting to believe and uh, maybe i'm insane for saying this but a rom-com can be the love between you know a character and, and an inanimate object you know such as a fighter jet and i look at like the top gun movies as you know characters that are in love with their fighter jets and in this movie, we have the DP, the, the cinematographer, who is in love with the idea of getting his shot. And it's this
1: fun back and forth that eventually gets him killed. Ravi, I have Wrong a question. Come. Ravi, I have a sure. question. As someone who seeks out, you know, time lapses, drone shots. The perfect shot, yeah. The perfect shot. Are you, are you, is this cinematographer character, is this the most scene you've ever felt in <laughs> oh, a movie? I mean, 100%. Is this good. you? That he character is, is
0: so good. He he is completely, like, obviously, he's he's definitely a little batshit insane, and his ego uh, doesn't help, um, especially that line towards the end where, you're like, you're not ready for the perfect shot. Uh, <laughs> like, because, like, you have to get – but it makes sense because, like, in order to get that shot, he's willing to, like, give up his life, which obviously he does. Spoilers! Um, knowing, Knowing that the creature was going to, like, spit out the canisters as well, right, even though he wasn't going to see the final shot – you know, us or the audience, whoever would be able to eventually see that shot. Um, so, yeah, I definitely felt like I get that. I get that you do really stupid things sometimes to, like, get that shot. I think yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever done was lean out of a moving car with an old uh, 60 millimeter uh, film camera. The For, for uh, the Corpse Grinding Man music video that we did, um, that was probably the dumbest thing because... You have this weighted thing. I'm not strapped in properly. It's a moving vehicle. It's you not even your th- camera, right? It's not even my <laughs> camera. So, like, you can damage, <laughs> you know, physical property. You can damage yourself. You can injure others. Like, yeah, that was pretty stupid. I was the um, driver. So. You were the driver. That's also why I was nervous. Oh, well, you had a Juno you know no, as a driver. Not that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> Juno drives very
1: safe. He drives safe.
0: Grand- grandma speeds. So, yeah. I, I so, drive I the I speed limit. In that sense.
1: I literally drive the speed limit. Well, that, 40 we had to drive I'm under right at the 40 speed limit. You were exactly. driving 40. We would have been dead. No, I, obviously I wasn't, but I'm just saying I drive the speed limit. Gotcha. I don't drive under. Uh, I don't lies. drive. I mean, I drive a little over sometimes. For sure. uh,
0: so I, I would classify Nope as thriller comedy. And the reason I throw the comedy in is because it's something I know. So I went uh, Thursday nights, so opening night, to like a primetime show, and the theater was decently packed. And. What was interesting is we had like a um, a group of people behind us that weren't fully aware of what the movie was, who the director was, or what they were getting in. In um, <laughs> that's <a> weird for <laughs> a Thursday night. Oh, crap. They were yeah, this is a Thursday night film. Like they, they oh were just like, hey, it's Thursday night, let's go to the movies. I saw this cool thing. Um, so marketing and the mystery if you will behind the film is kind of what put them in those seats but what i noticed throughout the entire film and i'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing during certain parts they would just start giggling and laughing not necessarily because they were trying to be you know assholes or whatever and like ruin the movie experience but because they were uncomfortable and they were using laughter and comedy and and that lightheartedness to make themselves less comfortable right um even though there were definitely certain things that weren't funny Like They were the only ones laughing, Um, but it was like that nervous laugh. Um, Mm. And I think – I mean, I did that. I did that during this movie. I was like – There are some
2: parts that are just so ridiculous, and it's quiet, and you know what's coming, and so you laugh because you're like, fucking Jordan Peele is about to – Scare me. He's about to terrify the shit out of me right now. Yeah, I I will say there were –
0: But at at the same time, though, I think what's interesting with that is – when you go back and you remember the movie and you're laughing at certain parts, you're forever to a degree I think gonna think of that part. Oh yeah it was funny or whatever because you were uncomfortable. Even though it maybe necessarily wasn't meant to be a funny thing. Therefore, it creates the idea that the movie is also a comedy. I th-
1: I will say there are a lot of funny moments in the Totally. In the film. Kiki Palmer's like um everything almost everything <laughs> she said was like ridiculously hilarious. Um and so there was a lot of laughter in my in my in my showing my superior showing to Ravi's, Uh <laughs> did you buy a ticket for that same showing and they just didn't show up i work run late i couldn't i couldn't make it there was a funny
0: tiktok i saw where it's like i asked my girlfriend what movie she wanted to see or you or she i asked me would you want to go see a movie tonight and she said nope and then it pans over she's not here <laughs>
1: that's hilarious that's That's how
0: i felt arjuna i felt abandoned but
1: but but i will so but i will say though yeah i I would say there's a lot of comedy with with uh the m character and then a lot of uh a lot of comedy with the the fries the fries guy uh oh yeah especially like his first scene where he's just oversharing about his his girlfriend girlfriend leaving him and and how he's having a tough day and just trying to like interject himself into their lives when they clearly don't want it it's uh it's pretty funny also I, I love that part
0: of the end where he's explaining to them like oh you know pointing in the sky and talking about upas being the new term for UFOs." UAP? yeah U- uaps and um and then he calls him fucking assholes at the, as, he's, as he's walking away then in the same breath oh by the way my supervisor will be calling um five stars angel five stars <laughs> that whole yeah their whole that whole interaction uh was great so good and it so made good. me really miss Fry's electronics so
2: that was a real store huh
0: yeah so that location was is was the location in burbank uh california near the uh, Burbank Airport, like, a couple blocks down. That oh. was the location. Now, what was interesting is, so I don't know if you guys know fries did go under. Like, they're gone. But what was interesting, the movie was shot in 2021, and I believe, and I might be wrong with my timelines, but I believe the store was already kind of shut down or closed or whatever. Um, So I'm kind of curious, like, how that worked out where, you know, they're utilizing a defunct closed brand
1: brand or or whatever so probably cheaper i want
0: to follow up on that
1: Hmm. it's probably probably cheaper to use a defunct brand than like a best buy
0: so i'm gonna make an entire comedy series around radio shack who's in
1: radio shack still around though
0: right well yeah because they're now doing nfts and their twitter account is disgusting do not look at it do not give it any attention it's just stupid very stupid what happened to uh, electronics boutique EB Games, is that what it became? Well, I think Electronics Boutique was EB, EB, EB Games, Games. Yeah. and then oh. GameStop bought them, bought all them out. All. Oh, damn. And then Sushi okay. Stop
1: bought out bought some Game Stops.
0: Yeah, they bought out like GameStop <laughs> stores that had closed. Oh well, no, I want sushi.
1: <laughs> okay, I mean, last time
0: we did a pod, <laughs> it last was Chinese did- food. Last time I we was, did, was the only one that got the, had the Chinese food. Yeah, oh no, we ended pizza. up doing a massive like order that evening. You didn't send. You
1: didn't send pictures, and you didn't name your yeah. your dishes like I did. That's, That's true. true. After Stranger Things, exactly. <laughs> Guys, how would you sum up this
0: movie in one word? What's your one word impression of this <laughs> masterpiece? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Can we well, use I'll the go title f- of the I'll movie? Go first. No, you cannot use the title of the movie. Damn. My, my, my one word impression is going to
2: be, yep. Wow. So for Original. all the reasons, for all the reasons that our characters were saying nope in this movie, like, oh, bad things are coming, and you got a monster that spits out blood and body parts and, uh, you know, uh, uh, metal pieces. Uh, for as, much, as much as the characters in the movie didn't like that situation, I love the movie. And so the whole time I'm like, yep, give me more, give me more. And, uh, this movie didn't disappoint at all. It just kept going. Um, and yeah, I, I left the movie theater and I was like, I think it was the first thing I texted, uh, Ravi, uh, cause I saw his tweet and I was like, I was like, nope, more like, yep. Or I texted both of you, I think. Um, so yeah, I, I was just like, it was, it was a great movie. I wanted more. I got what I wanted, uh, so yes, yeah, yeah. You sound like nope. Tobey Maguire
1: in uh, No Way Home. I I tracked my, Uncle Ben's murderer down. I got what I wanted. It didn't <laughs> make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. It didn't make me feel I better. Well, <laughs> this movie did make her. me feel better. <laughs> yeah.
0: My one word impression for this is going to be best. Best it by. Is 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 best because best buy is superior to fries uh <laughs> best because Ooh. i think it has the best director of 2022 or this is the yeah i think this best director i think somehow it had some of the best visual effects that i've seen in 2022 and Damn. definitely i think it has some of the best acting hands down uh very believable it not a single i mean the only character i think that maybe took me out a little bit was the the character of the cinematographer played by michael wincott um and i don't think that's because he did a bad job <laughs> i just think it's because the character was just so so mean over the top you know and then, like when you see yourself <laughs> so cute. it just takes you right out
2: <laughs> yeah if i saw myself i would be taken out as well yeah so
1: that's best <laughs> Best I class. saw myself in the in the Alien Predator ship. We should start doing that. Junna, you, don't, like, eat meat. you don't eat meat. Gina. What character?
0: What <laughs> character do you relate to the most? <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, uh, Junior,
1: your one word impression. My one word impression for Nope has got to be run, because if, if they had boost, just ran from the start, it would have been fine.
2: No, they couldn't run. They, yeah, they I thought were, they, they did. A, run they did.
0: They put so much energy and effort into the into the ranch. Yeah, no, no, on. what, I, I The one, the
2: one genre that we didn't really touch on was drama, and uh, the drama that was in the movie was really built around the two kids, their dad, the mm-hmm. history of the ranch, what it means to them, and so right. that was strong enough, and that was well done enough that. It made sense to me why they, you know, at least um, uh, Daniel's character—I forget yeah. his name—couldn't uh, just leave that branch right. behind. I was like, if "There's I, a lot of history if, with that." Yeah, um,
1: it, it really want, I really—I mean, I used Ron because I really wanted to talk about the th- one of the biggest three lines of this movie too, and probably would have been a better one-word impression. But it, it's greed, right? There's a there's a sense of of greed through many of these characters and what they're doing with the beasts, right? You start with. Um, What's his name? The... uh, Jupe. uh, Jupiter's uh, landing, right? And you see the flashbacks with the monkey, Gordy. Um, You know, he has a sense of greed, right? There's a sense of greed from the producers of that show to utilize an animal. It led to this animal freaking out and killing a bunch of people. Jupe has that same greed as he monopolizes off of his past fame this landing and then also the predator in the sky right we learn pretty late in the movie that he's known about this thing the whole time for 6 months and he's been profiting off of it and you know that gets him killed then even the greed of our main characters of OJ and M right there's the the greed of not there's the there's the drama of keeping the ranch but also M is like we can make money off of this and then OJ when they get out OJ's like we're so close we got to go back right instead of just kind of being out and safe so there's definitely this I'm like out. sense of greed. The cin- the cinematographer, right? The greed of like I'm yep. gonna get this shot. Um, there's there's that there's that there's that through line of greed throughout the movie, which I think is fascinating and the different levels of it and you know cost some characters their lives. The TMZ guy on the on the motorcycle with a really cool helmet, right? He's he's greedy because he wants to get the shot. So. It's it's prevalent throughout the entire movie. The, the greed of the, the predator itself, right? It wants to keep eating and eating and eating, and then it I, eats a balloon yeah. and blows up and dies. I don't think <laughs> that's greed, though, for the creature. I yeah. mean, the, the way
0: that OJ explained the creature is, like, it became territorial and right. felt that that's it was his territory. Also, I, right, I yeah. do agree somewhat with uh, uh, Jupe being somewhat greedy, but I also think the other big factor with his character... And why we saw the the whole past shots and everything with him and Gordy and, and the fist bump is I think he also thought that he had control over creatures like he right there, there's a there's a good term for it, and it's not coming to my mind but um
1: he thought he basically had the power over
0: yeah he thought he was beastmaster so well because
1: he, you know whoops. he runs a ranch right you see him buying the ranch's horses um so he is like physically acquiring more and more beasts, right? He's, like, gathering these horses. Yeah, He's so had the six-month control accurate. over this. So, right, it's this greed, and you, you see it even in his last moments. He tries to get uh, the horse lucky, right? I believe it, it, that's lucky. The horse tries to get him to move, can't get him to move, and that's kind of the spelling out of his doom. Like, he can't get lucky, and then he can't he can't get lucky to move, and then he can't get the uh, the beast in the sky to do what he wants because it, it eats him.
0: Real quick, that entire sequence, um, and I think, again, this goes back to, I think, the, the one of the best things about this film has got to be the marketing and how they did the trailers, uh, the TV spots, even, like, the pre-interview pressers that they did and what was released, I think, did a really good job to drive, like, curiosity. But the one thing that stands out the most is um, Jupe's former co-star is at that initial... You know, um, uh, uh, um, what is it? Show for the for the creature or whatever, and obviously, unfortunately, she's been deformed because of you know Gordy the Abe smashing her face in. But when they had the trailer come out, they made sure to put that sequence in such a way that you thought that that was actually a creature or an alien or something. Um, <laughs> which i thought was great yeah like they did that yeah. like that really kind of like helped sell it where you're like you didn't know necessarily what you're getting into which was yeah awesome it kind of
1: it kind of it kind of stinks for the character though um because she showed up there she survived that traumatic experience to only be eaten a few years later yes
0: by another weird creature thing right so, and as footage. and as
1: much as I, I i definitely agree with you there it does make that sequence weird because there's there's really no story reason for her to be there other than and then she just kind of dies like the, well, I the think main I reason again, again, she's I there is was, really for the market right right like there's no real yeah. Yeah. story reason for her to be there
0: i mean again well, though i think yeah, that's fine because think, like we also see we also see like what her character goes through to, to start um right this horrific thing that happens and, and all that um Again, I think I think it, it helps because if a character wasn't there at all, uh, then you would assume the character was dead, um, and died at the hands of the evil Gordy. That's what we're going to call totally. him, evil Gordy. Um, but her being there shows that she survived, and I think it adds layers of like you even just said horror. it. Like, <laughs> horror, the horror is that like she had to yeah. go through that, and then her entire life, and that's how she ends. That's adds to yes. I think the whole like atmosphere of this movie.
2: Yeah, I thought I thought you you're right it doesn't add anything story-wise, but I think the element of her being there it's like, "Oh my god, she survived that?" Like you yeah. you know, the first time you see it and then the second time you see it, you're like, "Oh, she's dead," right? Like that monkey punched her brains out. Uh the fact that she's there and that Jupe invited her, like my uh my first crush, my former co-star and you're like, "Oh my god, okay, she's she's there." Um it, it, yeah, it's like a, it, there's an emotional reaction to that. At least I had one, and I assume right. you guys did too. Uh,
0: and that yeah, I think I get it, it's, it's like it world-building too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're going to get into my favorite part because I've been thinking uh, – um, Really hard and long about like how to do this piece, and this is Arjuna's DVD chapter listing. For all those young <laughs> listeners out there, back in the uh, the nineties, late nineties, two thousands, we had these things called DVDs, and they had chapter listings. For some oh, reason, man. much like chapters in a book. Anyway, Arjuna has written down how he would break the movie up with his titles for various chapters and christian as ours is going to read this um but christian you're going to do this in the voice of keith david when he used to do the navy's commercials accelerate your motherfucking life oh my god Keith david's the dad at the beginning yeah 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 Great oh, cameo, man, by the way. I
1: had no idea he was in the movie. I was like, Wait, Keith David's in this? I'm like, Wait a second, uh, he's dead. Keith so <laughs> David has a key
0: through his head. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah. we that, or whatever. Uh, that Keith
2: Keith Adams, right? Is that his name? Keith, Keith, David. Keith, Keith David. Keith David. Keith mm-hmm. David. Keith David. He's such a cool, a cool dude. Like, yeah, he's also in Community oh, as
0: well. Um, yeah, Community. but yeah, he also did like for a while. He was doing, I believe, Navy uh, com- like um, recruitment commercials back in like, the early <laughs> he does 2000s. A lot. He, he did the voice of the yeah. Arbiter in uh, the Halo games. He does the oh, voice of the Arbiter wow. as well, yeah. <laughs> yep. So he's got that yeah. really like like good, deep voice. But I want you to sell me on joining Arjuna's DVD chapter listing Oh this I'm sorry, Keith David.
2: There's no way I can do this justice, but I'll do my best. <laughs> okay, here we go. Arjuna's DVD chapter listing for Nope. Monkey Paw Productions. Nickel and dime to death. We'll fix it in post. Welcome to Universal Studios' newest exhibit. Nope. Fly Squad. Stupid whore, we're the kids of the aliens. Stubborn Cloud. Bugs love to pray. Nope. Hungry spaceships. Michael Bay will fix it. TMZ live from the desert. The perfect shot. Balloons kill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That balloons kill one sounds like uh, in Halo, (laughs) where they're like, double kill. Double <laughs> kill. <laughs> That's great, Caleb. Uh,
2: <laughs> wait, 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 real quick. The did you guys ever get enough kills in a row in Halo to hear some of the other ones? So obviously, it was oh like yeah, double yeah. Kill, I was like a triple pro. kill, and then the, there was some that were like killer Majaro, like unfriggin' believable. Like it got so ridiculous the
0: more you got in a row. Uh, sorry, that was a random aside. But you did a good job. That was show. probably... Uh, I'll give that a 9 out of 10 for reading. And I'll actually wow. give Arjuna a high score, a 7 out of 10 for the uh, the titles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you wow. can never go over
0: at uh, 8, no. Arjuna. Otherwise, it's favoritism. So, can't
1: do that. Wow. <laughs> So giving Krishna nine isn't favoritism. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're 100%, 100% correct. You, but that's not
2: favoritism. That's that's hilarious.
1: Real quick, I have a couple
0: follow up questions, as I always do with these chapter listings. Arjuna, the third chapter, we'll fix it in post. What is that referring to? Uh,
1: the horse job. So they get fired from the horse job, and they bring in like a little green screen VFX. horse thing to ride. <laughs> VFX. <laughs> that was fix so it so in post. Yeah.
0: Uh, I do yeah. like the Welcome to Universal Studios newest exhibit because uh, it, is, it actually, is part of you know, is if you part stay of the to the back, end credits.
1: So, yep, uh, they actually have like <laughs> the end credits. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, there must be an after credit scene." It's literally just a still of being like, "Go to Universal Studios, Hollywood or Florida to go to Universal Studios newest exhibit, Jupiter's Landing," which is uh, if you do the studio tour, like they have the sets now on the studio tour. Oh shit.
0: That's Christian. That's, the, uh, the studio tour is actually kind of cool at Universal. If uh, I've actually actually interested. went to,
1: I
2: actually went to one. Like, do you remember when I visited you in LA long time ago, um, like ten years ago maybe? And back when we uh, had DVDs. Went, back when we had DVDs, yeah, I went, actually went on a Universal studio
0: tour back then. Oh, nice, which was pretty nice. cool. Yeah. it's yeah. changed quite a bit. Like I was on it. I would imagine. Yeah, a month and, and a half, cool. two months ago. Yeah, it's, it's like that a two-hour the, ride. That in the Waterworld ride, fucking surprised the he- or Waterworld show that surprised the hell out of hey, me. Hey,
1: I'll, I'll say this: Waterworld fucks. Psst. Also, the Harry
2: Potter Hogwarts fireworks or light show thing. The light show is pretty universal.
1: Cool. The ride, the really ride is cool, cool too. That. Like the actual riding. I get sick every time. It's awesome. That's really. I fun. was
2: I was too full on beer to go on that one. I mean, you probably would have thrown up. Yeah,
0: you would have been so. fine. He wasn't. <laughs> yeah i wouldn't have been yeah speaking of chapters this is a good segue in this movie the film is broken up uh with various title sequences um ranging from jean jacket to gordy to lucky uh i can't remember any of the other ones but they are if i correct me if i'm wrong but they are all the names of creatures primarily the horses that are named from the ranch and then gordy the killer ape or chimpanzee chimpanzee uh, chimpanzee and then jean jacket is the the ufo is what, uh,
1: is what oj uh, names him or her my question for it. you guys is why
0: why do we have these titles
2: hmm. you know because love
0: it because the animals are the question. true
1: are the true protagonists and the humans are the antagonists
0: <laughs> in a way maybe in a way in a, for sure. i guess in a way The way Um, I guess the I mean, I'm setting you up here, but the way I looked at it anyway was I thought that the titles, like looking back at it, is a way for you to navigate the story but through each creature. So this really became apparent when you saw the Gordy title sequence and then you got the full Gordy story and the influence of Gordy on a cat, one of the characters. I believe each title sequence is about an animal who had a Deeper meaning or connect to one of the you know centralized characters that we're
1: following. That's how I looked at anyway. It's oh, also not a coincidence that like the balloon sound is what gets Gordy to go, and then a giant balloon is what kills Jean Jacket. There's there's something that's about a good point balloons, yeah, conquering all inflatable or, human objects.
0: Or Jordan Peele <laughs> has like some weird trauma with. Balloons. He's a balloon phobia. Real quick, that's, a, gotta, that's, gotta, that's a thing. Actually, it's a real thing. Wait, really? Oh. Balloon popping I gotta, I gotta is idea. is scary. It, I yeah. mean, it is uh,
2: very shocking. Uh, I gotta ask you guys though. So, so when the movie first opens up, and you saw the the gore, you know, the gory, you know, intro, like kind of bloody, and then hitting the girl, I actually thought that that was like monkey paws opening animation like that's i was like oh my god this is going to be their title you know uh their studio animation that they'll put at the beginning of every movie i was like well that's fucking scary
1: as hell like when the that's mon- why that's he why looks my, at the camera yeah yeah that's was why like, my first chapter why, thing is monkey paw monkey productions paw, yeah yeah
2: which was great which was great um
0: so and then, it, question, then you realize oh no this is a story beat <laughs> so qu- question for both of you did you guys have that idiot Christopher Nolan's newest movie? Yeah. Oppenheimer? Uh, the thing? countdown Oppenheimer thing? thing? Yeah. The countdown? Yeah. Okay. So, yep. here again, my criticism of Christopher Nolan, because I will do that for the rest of time. Uh, that whole thing was, to me, stupid, because it threw me off with the flow yeah, of the movie. Way. And it made me, like you, Christian, I thought that was the opening animation. Maybe that was the point, but at the same time, I did not like... Seeing that and being somewhat confused, right? Like the formula I, has
1: always been, yeah. Trailers, when the lights go out. Nicole
0: Kidman yeah. movie. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great. How one. many people? I,
1: how many people cheered in your theater when she came on?
0: Nobody, but I was, uh, I was talking I was talking to uh, Michael, our, our producer, and him and I are both like, maybe it's time we try a different movie chain, specifically to get away from that stupid ass Nicole Kidman. Intro. It's funny I'm so you say it. that. I'm so it's funny it. you say
2: that because I've switched my movie chain to Regal because it's the only theater in in my in the Denver area where I live that has IMAX. So I've switched it to Regal. No Nicole Kidman. Unfortunately, those much better the, uh, movie Chris experience. It's far better. It's like wow. oh my god! I don't I don't immediately start the movie at a negative two. You know my <laughs> my emotions are high. i i for this movie. I was at an eight, and it went all the way up to ten. Uh, I will say, though, the Christopher Nolan thing really annoyed me. At this point, it's just like – it and I could be wrong. I'm sure it's the studios that are doing this or the movie theater chains or whatever. But it just seems like an overinflated ego at this point. I'm like, oh, you know, it's a Christopher Nolan movie, so he gets a trailer – uh, with the lights going down, right? As soon as the lights go down, you're like, it's movie time. It's time to start. And you're right. It absolutely threw me off. I was like, oh, no, this is a false start, right? It's Like a false start in football is a, what was that, a five-yard penalty? Uh, you know, the, it, it st- the movie started off with a five-yard penalty. It didn't get Nicole Kidman, but Christopher Nolan really, uh, and he is one of my favorite directors, and uh, recently he is just
1: oh, So I will say, this is, so because of the whole Tenet thing, this and so Nope was a Universal Studios movie. Uh Nolan left Warner Brothers after Tenant because of everything, and this is his first. And Oppenheimer is his first Universal Studios movie. So I'm sure it's ah. like Universal being very excited to have like we're the director studio now. We have Jordan Peele, we have Christopher Nolan, and like I mean, hey, they got to kind market of link something the right? prestigious. Yeah, like they really sure. have nothing else. Sure. Like, you know, Warner Brothers has the DCEU. Disney has Marvel and everything else, and like Universal, <laughs> like, um, we have everything directors.
0: <laughs> I, I will
2: say, I will say though, you know, the fact that they have Nolan and Peele, that says a lot. Like you know, those movies are going to be very good, right? The quality is going to far surpass that of most Marvel or most you know Disney recent Disney movies. And most recent Warner Brothers movies, so yeah, it does count for something. Christian, let's, that.
0: let's 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 wait until Oppenheimer comes out first, and I've complained about it's silly, at least it's silly and things. it's silly and Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, silly and Murphy. It's gonna is be great. Good. It's, it's gonna great. great. It, like, Robert Downey it, Jr. He has a really good cast, but Nolan at the same time has a very inflated ego, and. I am unfortunately the type of individual where I cannot separate the sure. person from the creative thing that they're doing. You know, if an actor does something horrific, I'm going to stop yep. looking at your movies. If it a takes director it if a sure. director tells you to go and get covid and go to a movie theater to see a shitty ass movie that makes oh. no fucking sense. <laughs> I'm forever going to dislike you. Like I just, it's a problem. I know it's a problem. I'm not working on it.
1: Uh, but yeah, we should, (laughs) speaking of things that make us angry, and this is going to be a weird tangent, uh, actors that play superheroes, right? You can never, whenever we watch movies, you're like, Oh, it's like that one with the incredible Hulk, Mysterio and Iron Man, you know, like, which is, uh, the, uh, the Zodiac killer movie. Right. Um, but anyway, last night, <laughs> last night this is a weird tangent, last night I saw this movie Pretty in Pink for the first time, which is an old 80s John Hughes rom-com, and it has a very young James Spader in it, and it has a very young John Cryer in it. John is the guy from Two and a Half Men across Charlie Sheen, but their most superhero or their most famous superhero roles are Ultron uh, for Spader and Lex Luthor for a crier in uh, Supergirl in the the Arrowverse. And there's a scene in the movie where they fight each other. And I'm like, oh, that's Ultron versus Lex Luthor. And so my roundabout way of saying this is Christopher Nolan is uh, a uh, real-life supervillain. I'm so confused by this. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Is this just a way of you telling us that you're watching movies from the 80s? Like, I don't get what the no. tangent is. I think this is just I'm
1: just saying, right, yeah. we, we talked about, you know, superhero movies a little bit with Christopher Nolan. Gotcha. I okay. uh, that's what you're saying. Now. So it's yep. like, uh, you know, everybody, there's so many people that have been in these movies now. You can never watch a movie the same way. It's like Christopher Nolan say, is the villain. Yeah. Yeah, his, his, I would his, say that like his line came true. You either you either die here or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Christopher Nolan.
0: I would say that that's that's just always been a Hollywood typecast problem. Um, I think one of the most famous ones would be Clint Eastwood. Like Eastwood was always for the longest time still is. I would say right now, like he's the man with no name. Right. He's, you know, one of the head honchos of Westerns you will always see him for whatever reason as the man with no name with his, his cowboy hat and his poncho thing. Um, even though he's done like a ton of like modern day action films, um, and weird racist tangent films for whatever reason. Um, (laughs) but like, I think that's like, I think that's a Hollywood typecast problem as well. Like you, you, you fall into that particular thing and you're kind of stuck there and like bringing it back to Nope. Um, when we think when you hear Jordan Peel, I would argue like eighty percent of people are like, Oh yeah, Kean Peel. He's the slap ass guy. Right. And like that's how <laughs> a lot of people like view Jordan Peel still. It's you know, it's not a good thing, it's not a bad thing, it's whatever. It's how you view and remember it's things. Slap and, ass. and and I think it's kind of cool that like Jordan Peel is now this Oscar winning, you know, director who's now released his third film. And he keeps pushing the envelope and changing things. And, you know, I hope he doesn't fall into the Nolan trap where <laughs> I'm such a pompous ass that, you know, do stupid things to see, you know, mediocre films or whatever. Things that are just way I think, too out there. I think it's
2: inevitable. I think when and I, this is any industry, but I think the film industry it, lends itself even more to it because there's just so much ego involved in Hollywood uh, in in that world Uh, it's almost kind of necessary to even get successful. I think it's inevitable like when you have so much success and you are good at what you do like the human mind isn't capable of staying humble. It just isn't and uh, you know uh, it almost it almost becomes its own thing like the director, what their next project is, how they market it and it's like you always have to do bigger and better and different and so, and and to keep pushing the envelope, like you said, and that's the thing with truly great directors. I think you get to a point where you, if you get so many in a row, so many hits in a row, and you're just like, I got to do better. I got to do
1: more. And I think the it's inevitable. You know? I think so, people can nitpick I, too, right? Like even with totally. Peel, right? This is his third movie, and you're you're getting a sense of his style a little bit, and uh yeah i th- one of the fascinating things i heard when i was leaving the theater was like so and it got me thinking a little bit Someone was like yeah you just knew like the main characters were fine because like jordan peele never kills a ma- main character in his yeah i heard the and same it's criticism like, oh yep. I, that's kind of true like if you think about it like in all of his movies like the bad people die and the good people live like pretty much you never know, like across the board uh so like people i think the larger your work becomes, and this is not just for directors; this is any artist in any medium, right? There's just more to criticize and nitpick and and whatever. And and there's there's no such thing as as heroes in our universe because you would just get criticized to death. Like it happens. Like everyone, Espe- especially in today, especially in today's yeah. world with twins. and it happens quickly. There's,
2: you're you're absolutely right.
0: <laughs> Taika, I think Taika is a really good example of where. Yeah. He was ki- he he was you know I would argue like two months ago he was king of everything anything Taika did gold now you know there's all this backlash and other weird stories coming out about him and, and there's like a Taika fatigue I would argue you have you have out. the like, toxic
1: Star Wars fans being like I don't want him touching my Star Wars
2: oh my God like what? I, I can only think I can think of only two people in Hollywood who might be untouchable and will they're untouchable forever only two
0: Tom Hanks. And Denzel Washington. Those you haven't heard about the, the backlash of Tom Hanks already? Like, there's been some backlash recently. What? Yeah, there was Tom a Hanks there was a canceled? thing. There was a there was a thing where um his no, of course. unfortunately, oh his um, wife he, got bumped. Right, his wife got bumped, and he kind of like went not. He was angry. I completely understand. Like, don't you know run at people and push people over. I get that, but there was that whole thing, and then there was some weird things I guess he was saying while on. Uh, press tour for Elvis. I'm not entirely sure what they were. Um but they're we're not at the level of like cancel Tom Hanks. It's just more like why is Tom Hanks saying things like that? Uh, and I believe they're unfortunately like they were like somewhat politically driven. So again whenever anybody starts talking politics it becomes a, a yeah. dangerous thing. Paul yeah, Rudd I had, I Paul didn't, Rudd is I didn't know. He oh that's a good point. He's a vampire though.
2: When it when it comes out though that he drinks people's blood <laughs> Like Al Gore and um, the British royal family. No, no, the you know, they're Netflix. All, they're all in a uh, you know a cabal.
1: There was together there was that Netflix show that blood. came out a couple years ago
0: that proved that he's just been cloning himself. Well, that's Tom Brady Bro. too. I missed I missed that one. Damn. Yeah, yeah. he's like. Well, yeah, actually, a, I, I don't a, know. Tom Brady.
2: Tom Brady's starting to show you know little, little signs of aging are starting to creep in a little bit. A little crinkle lines right here. And um,
1: Oh, he's more of an asshole? That's all I saw. He's
2: more grumpy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, you know what? We should be canceled. We're, we're, we also criticize. So many I mean, I, I'll <laughs> say this. I'll
0: say this. I'll say this. Like, it if comes any, with the territory. If any one of us ever, you know, becomes somewhat successful in the digital age, I'll just say the digital age because it's so large. Uh, I do wonder what things... We've said on this pod that could be taken out of context. context. Guys, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, so, we have to delete the pod. That's pretty bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah, why not? Like if somebody signs a, like a, a six, if somebody gets like a six movie deal with like one of the big studios, I'm fine. Purge the pod. <laughs>
1: we purge, purge it, it
0: all. <laughs> Just get rid of it. It never existed. But wow. speaking of uh, movies and everything, all time peel rankings. Ooh, this is a good one real quick because uh, this is a really arjun, good one arjun you put this together he's obviously directed yes. three movies are we just doing his movies or his acting career as well
1: no we'll do we'll do the three movies he's directed so we'll do oh, like man i really want you do do is acting, to do acting
0: because i'll go first real quick uh number one is his character slap ass uh best <laughs> acting in my mind no. what about yes. continental breakfast nope yeah, nope. yeah. continental oh, breakfast man. is a good one that's
1: his twitter his his twitter bio picture is Oh man, that's the st- so the the still is the of the still of him in the the sla- in the Content of Breakfast one the of the picture within that sketch where he's the black and white photo. That's amazing. That's Which means that's sketch. his favorite too. Content of Breakfast is confirmed Jordan Peele's favorite. I, I would really.
0: say uh Nope is probably my number one. Wow. It's the best one. But that's because I'm also like there there are sci fi to me there are sci fi elements in this film. Um, and then also, I think the cinematography uh, was both beautiful but also hilarious. Uh, specifically, like, the sequence when they've stolen the um, practice horse and they're screaming at each other in the valley. Which, by the way, you can go visit this valley. I figured out where it is. Uh, I'll let oh, you guys man. know where it is after the plot. Um, we've actually driven by it quite a few times, surprisingly. Um, but, yeah, that yeah, that I think Nope is definitely number one. I think... Um, Get Out is probably the second best, just because it was so kind of, you know, whoa, um, the twist in that film and and just everything, and then obviously the last one being um, uh, us. us, us, yeah, us. I think was a, us was a little too. It's gonna make me sit. this. Us was a little too smart for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, uh, and what I mean by that is like it requires a lot of thinking, and that's not a bad thing. It's just I remember when I saw, I was like, I, I don't want to think this much right now. Oh man, still a very good but movie. Great, yeah, f- it's, it's a great really film. Good. But I think of all three, it's like the one my, that makes my you favorite think the Winston most. Duke movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: he's so, he's so good at it. Do uh, you want me to go next? Yeah, go for it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I have a hard time. Between Get Out and Nope, which one takes the top spot? But I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick to who I am, and uh, I am recency biased all the way, all the time. That's just the way I live my life. So <laughs> Nope is gonna be at, take the first spot right now. Probably until I do a rewatch of Get Out, and then Get Out will probably be the first spot again. But uh, I'm gonna go with Nope because I I think I enjoyed the characters. If i was gonna you know compare the two sets of characters, I enjoy Nope's characters more than get Out's characters, and that's not because the characters in Get Out are bad, they're just dislikable, unlikable most of them um and I'm talking specifically about you know the the antagonists in that movie. they're so effective you hate them uh so um this movie it was uh you know is it was, it was easier to be like. The antagonist is the big thing in the sky. I like it when the plan they came up with. Uh, you know, I, I just I just like those characters more. So I'm gonna go. Nope. Get out. Us. Uh, same thing as Ravi. Wow. Ah. For
1: how, much how exciting.
0: I already I already know what our rank is gonna be. Our is gonna be, can I guess it's gonna be Get Out. Us. Nope. No. Get Out. Nope. Us. It's one. It's one of those two for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna, gonna go, I'm gonna go. I'm
2: gonna go. I think. I think he's gonna
1: say Get Out. Us. Nope. That's my guess. One of you is right. Well, what is it? Tell us. So number one for me, <laughs> it has to be Get Out still. Like, it, you know, Get Out is Absolutely. still one of the best movie experiences I've ever had. It's still a movie I think that holds up, and I think it's it's what's made, you know, it's what, what launched Jordan Peele into this completely new stratosphere, right? Um, totally. And totally. I, I still think it's his most complete movie. Number two is Nope, you know, like it is, (laughs) it's, it's, uh, it's very close. You know, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it more than us. I like us. Um, Mm. but like, I didn't, I didn't love it. Uh, I I thought it was like good. And I was like, this is still like a very, very good movie. But like, uh, for me, I think get out one of like top 10 movie all time for me. Uh, wow. And Nope is like probably like top 30 maybe top 20 Uh, just a a really fun experience. I think like Ravi, maybe you tweeted this of like kind of reminds you of signs a little bit in terms of like, it feels like it's a modern day signs, which is just was like a really, a really like influential and fun movie for, for me. And I think for all of us. And um, I just really enjoyed (laughs) it. I really enjoy the characters, the cinematography, everything, everything about the movie works. Um, and who knows? Maybe it'll be my number one one day. But I, I still gotta give Get Out that that number one slot. Totally, totally.
0: Good stuff. I like it. I think we're. <laughs> I think it's funny that we're all three like us is, us is at the bottom, unfortunately. But I mean, again, it's only still, three a good good movie, still a still good a movie. Still a good movie. Yeah. yeah, it's still
2: I mean, th- it's, his, his, So I mean, put it this way, right? Jordan Peele's worst movie in our opinion, still better than most other directors' best movies. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so take it, take it for what it is, you know. it's <laughs> not Christopher Nolan's best movie. That's no, the it might be his. Was. It might be his worst. It might be his worst. But who
1: knows? No, the Al Pacino one's his worst. What was that movie called? The one? Oh, I never. Oh, saw Insomnia. That one. that one. I think that's Insomnia. Yeah, no, that I one that is. One Heart, Heart, is that, that his one. first? Is that his? Fr- his no, first that was his second movie. After oh. Memento. Memento is obviously. Oh, like, I never, really
2: I never really saw Insomnia. I guess I'll skip it. It doesn't bother.
1: Don't, don't even. Memento like is really good. Memento oh, is. Yeah. You Memento's could argue Memento yeah. is his best. You could You could make an argument.
0: <sighs> Ooh, know uh, Interstellar is. Be-
2: I mean, I'm obviously an Interstellar. Is best.
0: I'm an oh, Interstellar boy. stan. So. We just had this like 20 minute tangent on the man, and now you're all like, this is well, great. <laughs> I mean, they argued. he yeah.
1: was fine. Pretendent, before he went crazy and was like, risk your lives to see my movie. He's risk great. your
0: lives. Okay, guys. I think it's that time where we ask the question of, "Was it good? Do we even need to?" I mean, <laughs> yes, we have to. We have a formula this was, here. This is one of those pods we should have started Fair. off the top. <laughs> probably yeah. we probably, but I mean, no, uh, Krishna. Nope. <laughs> was nope. nope. Good. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Um,
2: I mean, I I said that uh, this was this was this is a good conversation. This would be an interesting tidbit like i said when i saw top gun maverick top gun maverick it's maybe the most entertaining movie i've ever seen i said it's the best movie of 2022 so far um and i and i think i might have said i can't foresee any movie dethroning it well nope might have dethroned it wow I mean, nope. I mean maybe i don't know i'm gonna put them maybe tied because they are two different movies right what about, yeah, definitely what about two everything different everywhere all at
0: once
2: oh god i forgot about that um shit that's it.
0: But again, That's
1: 2022
0: another... is a great
2: year for movies yeah. no, no, uh, no, no, that no, aren't definitely, Disney definitely or DC. Great year for <laughs> would...
0: you know non-blockbuster movies. But again, like those three movies you mentioned, they are three different genres, completely yes. different films, and yeah. they touch upon three very different ideas as well. So I, I would say it would be hard to be like this one's better than the other. Like I, I think you could argue that those three. For you guys, are probably tied. I would say, nope, and everything, everywhere, all at once. For me, is tied as like the best of 2022. You haven't seen Top Gun yet, right? Still haven't seen Top Gun. It's supposed to. Yeah, I've seen. It's coming, random it's coming of back shows to IMAX here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, right. And then there's like so Spider-Man: there No Way Home as well. Like, so many. Well, games that's that's year. last year. That's the end of that last year. That was last year. year? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that's
2: the end of last year, so we don't have to include that. Um, though I will say if we did those the three movies still beat out No Way Home for me oh wow wow, 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 wow. actually real quick uh, have have any of you guys
1: watched No Way Home at home no 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 (laughs) watch it at home and you'll be like not as good of a movie as I remember interesting I I I believe that it's it's of all them it's it's kind of it's it's such a theater experience. Like without the theater experience, you're like meh, meh, <laughs> meh. because the, the log, like, it's, of all the Marvel movies, like the logic is so like, this doesn't actually make any sense. Like more than like end game, more than some of the other movies where you're like, wait, more, more than
2: I can't think of a, they're all illogical. So fair. Uh, Arjuna was nope. Good. Nope. Oh,
1: wow. It was wow. great. <laughs> 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 nope. No, nope. it was great. It was great. Definitely one of my favorite favorite movies of this year. Um I think it probably has taken the crown for for the best summer movie. Um I I don't foresee anything on the docket beating it. Maybe Bullet Train changes our minds in a couple weeks. Um I'm not I'm not excited for that movie at all. Really? I think
2: it's going Yeah, I I I think it's going yeah, th- th- to be an over-stylized um, I, it's nothing we haven't seen before, in my opinion. I just you know can I'm I, like oh, can I be, okay overstylized be action. Me.
0: That movie reminds me of Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but we and all like Detective because, Pikachu. You know, I, I, love, I thought Detective Pikachu was a great film, but I, I say it reminds me of that <laughs> because like there's just like weird quirkiness to it, and like um, the general kind of like whodunit type mystery, if you will. And then I think also some of the stylization. Um, of like the action sequences. It just reminds me of Pokemon fighting for
1: some reason. Actually, I don't you know, know what,
0: you know what you know what's hurt Bullet Train the most for me is that it's
2: it's been so it's been overmarketed. I've mm. seen it so much now. I'm just not excited for it because every movie that I've seen has been in every single trailer. It's been all over YouTube. I'm just like I'm so over this. They had a yet. huge. They had
1: outside yet. a huge sponsorship with the NBA Finals, so there was like a ton of of ads during. Um, just so over the playoffs. It. Well, it's and the finals. It's Brad itself.
0: Pitt. Like he's yeah. Hollywood. I don't care. It was golden children, so it has to be yeah, blasted. You're, you're hurting. Yeah, you're hurting. You're hurting your own cause in this case. Like, yeah,
2: sorry. Sorry, that was a random tangent again.
1: Uh, okay,
0: Ravi. Was nope. Yep. I been, oh, I, I'm last. I didn't realize I was last. I thought I already went. Weird. <laughs> no, you just asked me. Yeah, sorry, but yes, it was. Uh, it was great. It was a very, very uh, enjoyable experience. Great film. Uh, AMC had promotional uh, alcoholic beverages created. One was called Over Yonder, which I thought was hilarious because of the end sequence where you see oj and says over yonder and i was like i have a drink." End <laughs> shot <laughs> but, but did, yeah overall did, it great
1: did anyone else think it was just gonna cut on m like looking to see if he was still alive and not actually confirm if he lived or not
2: yeah i thought i thought they might have done it because you could see her smile right at the end i'm like right. oh so he's alive but i like that they included it because it's such a heroic shot it's right, so yeah. it's so cool i was like it's such a good like you could frame that frame that shot you know it's it was great. So,
0: real quick, um, obviously we're all siblings. <laughs> if we were in a situation where you were on the electric bike or the horse, uh, what situation? Which one would you want to be on, and which sibling would you want to be on the other one? <laughs> You don't have to answer that. That's a weird question to ask. Yeah, because there's
2: three of us, so I know. Then you have to assume you have to assume one of us got eaten already. real, real quick. Real quick.
0: <laughs> so I, would I want, definitely got I eaten. Would want, <laughs> I would want I would want Arjuna on the electric bike, Krishna on the horse, and I'm a thousand miles away. That's how I. No, would want Ravi, to we've, play we've out.
1: established this. You're the cinematographer yeah. that's been eaten. You got <laughs> eaten already. You did, but I, Ravi. I, you're trying to time lapse this thing, and you got eaten. But I
0: got the perfect shot, so it's okay.
1: I love, yeah, I, love the, I love the, I love the, the, the electrician guy, the electric store guy, being like, yeah, he said some cryptic shit and ran into the hills. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like those shit. two
1: together were so
2: hilarious. Uh, like, I mean, like, ca- pe- that's what I'm saying. Right, the, ca- the right. cast of this and the
0: characters, I just, yeah. I like love these guys so much. They're just so much fun. Great. So. And with that, that's gonna do us do it for us here on Was It Good. As always, you can find us on the world wide web on youtube.com slash was it good. We have full episodes of our pods and cutouts on TikTok and Instagram at Was It Good Pod, and follow us on Twitter at was it good. Our next pod is gonna be sometime this week where we do a big ass Comic Con roundup where we complain yes. about everything and then drool over everything
1: so I, mean, it's I can probably I can, going can, uh, to be the majority let's
0: be honest the majority of that podcast is probably going to be around x-men 97 and the math that we did recently yeah goodbye uh, we that's
2: why we're gonna get canceled because we can't do math <laughs> i mean again nobody and, actually, and we're indian nobody we're actually indian knows dad's age math.
0: so it's fine it's fine we're fine <laughs> anywho goodbye nice